Hi, I'm Kensley. And I'm Alyssa. And we have another lit case for you guys, yeah. as always. <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've been going on this like infamous serial killers series. Had a little bit of a break, um, but now we're back to the infamous serial killers. Yeah, so. it's been a crazy summer, you know? It's been wild. It's we've been, been busy. Wild. Busy I, like, people. Recently, a couple my coworkers listened to this. They've, okay. they've told me. And hi, couple, coworkers. Hi, hi, my coworkers. Um, <laughs> a couple of my coworkers recently have called me out, and they're like, okay, Alyssa, you have a problem. You haven't told us that you have a podcast. And, <laughs> and like, got on my case about it. But um, it's, it's out time. there now. Everybody knows. Yep. We're part of a podcast. Surprise. Like you've had that problem too a lot. I am. It's okay. But it feels like, you know, we got big supporters on our side. Yeah. <laughs> feels good, honestly. Shout out to the coworkers for making <laughs> our lives so much better. Yes, definitely. All right. So, not going to lie. This case is one that literally terrifies me. And I'll just go ahead and do the intro real quick. <laughs> so, this is the case of a man that almost every person has heard of. He is the subject of several movies and TV shows, and his crimes are ones that shook the nation. And the world, honestly. Yeah. With most people questioning how he could be declared sane. This man has been portrayed by many big stars, including Ross Lynch and Evan Peters, just to name a few. Ooh. You're listening <laughs> to The Ugly Truth, and today we're covering none other than Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've been talking a lot already. But though I have I watched I could only watch a little bit of the um, Ross Lynch version of the movie. Really, I can only watch a little bit of it, and it freaked me out. Like I just couldn't yeah. push through it. So okay, for those of you that don't know, the Ross Lynch movie it's a movie. Evan Peters is a TV show. I'm sure many of you have seen, but Ross Lynch is yeah. is it's called My Friend Dahmer, and it's all about his high school and early life years. So there's not an actual murder in the entire movie. But at the very end, it sets it up to where you know, like, a murder does happen. But it's still creepy. It's like, so creepy. You get to know, like, his personality a little bit more. And then you have Dahmer with Evan Peters that literally, like, I watched, like, four episodes and I was terrified and right. never finished it, honestly. And now, doesn't didn't he swear off of dark roles because of that show? Like, I feel like he I had think mentioned it, something. I don't know if he sweared off of them, but I know it was really hard and for him. He like, mentioned at least that he needed therapy after. Oh, yeah. It, like, it just messes you up with your psyche. Because like, you're, like, that person. Like, you're becoming that person. Oh, so. terrifying. Anyways, it's a doozy, but we'll go ahead and get into it. <laughs> so, on the morning of May 27th, 1991, Milwaukee police responded to an alarming call. Two women had encountered a naked boy on the street who was disoriented and bleeding. But as the police arrived at the scene, a handsome blonde man approached and assured them that all was well. But that man was the notorious serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer calmly told the police officers that the boy was 19 years old and his lover. In reality, Conorak Synthesomphony. That's a wild last name. Oh my gosh, how many letters is that? Like 20. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I apologize. Up, yeah, I apologize. 
Um, so he was actually just 14. And he was about to become Dahmer's last or latest victim. Oh my last. gosh. But the officers believed Jeffrey Dahmer, although the women tried to object. They were told to, quote unquote, shut the hell up and butt out of this domestic dispute. What? On their way back to the station, the officers joked about the gay lovers, quote unquote, completely unaware that they had just allowed a murder to happen. And that's a scene in Dahmer that I've seen. And it's like this poor boy who's like, really messed up and we'll get into that i think shortly but um these women are like something's going on in this man's apartment and you have to save him and he's like no that's my boyfriend like i'm like what like at least like i feel like you have to at least investigate i'm sorry it. but he uh, let's think about this here legally he should have been charged with public indecency and yet they yeah. did nothing but it was, about it was it. a 14 year old I know that's what I'm saying. Right, right, right. There still, if even if he's saying he's 19, there still should have been a public indecency charge. True. And then why are we not questioning the fact that he's like not doing well and right. he's walking around naked, fully yeah. naked, with blood all over him? Like that just doesn't make any sense logically. Yeah. What did Jeffrey say? Like, oh yeah, we're just into like a blood kink, you know, which I'm sure is a thing. But I'm like... sure it is. But um, sorry, no. <laughs> No. Was not the case Pass. in this situation. Pass. So Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer was born on May 21st, 1960 to a middle-class family in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. At a young age, he became fascinated with all things related to death and began collecting the carcasses of dead animals. Eerily, Dahmer's father noted how his son was, quote-unquote, oddly thrilled by the sounds of clinking animal bones. Ew. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and by the time that Dahmer was in high school, his family had moved to Bath Township, a sleepy suburb of Akron, Ohio. There, Dahmer was an outcast who quickly became an alcoholic. He drank heavily at school, often hiding beer and hard liquor in his army fatigue jacket. To fit in, Dahmer would often pull practical jokes, like pretending to have seizures, which is in the Ross Lynch movie. This is, yes. He would do this so frequently that pulling off a good practical joke became known around the school as doing a Dahmer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> During this time, Jeffrey Dahmer also realized that he was gay. As his sexuality blossomed, so too did his increasingly abnormal sexual fantasies. Dahmer began fantasizing about sexually assaulting men and becoming aroused by the idea of completely dominating and controlling another person. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I just don't know what else to say. Yeah. <laughs> In this situation, knowing what happened, you're like, no, Ew. not okay. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> As Dahmer's violent fantasies grew stronger, his control weakened. Just weeks after he graduated high school, Dahmer committed his first murder. <gasps> Jeffrey Dahmer's parents divorced the same year that he graduated high school. Dahmer's brother and his father decided to move into a nearby motel, and Dahmer and his mother continued living at the Dahmer family home. Which, like, obviously, that's very hard. Like, you're not even living with your dad, but... Right. But um, this was already an issue before any of this. Right, right, right. So right. Like, just I'm pretty like... sure the murder had already happened, and then his parents got divorced. Right. You're like, okay. Um, yeah. Can't blame it on that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever Dahmer's mother was out of town, he had full control of the house. On one such occasion, Dahmer took advantage of his newfound freedom. He picked up 18-year-old hitchhiker Stephen Mark Hicks, who was on his way to a rock concert in nearby Lockwood Corners. Dahmer convinced Hicks to join him at his house for some drinks before he went to the show. After hours of drinking and listening to music, Hip Hicks attempted to leave, a move that enraged Dahmer. 
In response, Dahmer bludgeoned Hicks from behind with a 10-pound dumbbell and strangled him to death. He then stripped Hicks naked and performed sexual acts on his corpse. Ew. Oh my gosh. Jeffrey Dahmer freaks me Dude, out. Dude, he's just hitting all the things. Like, he just he's just doing it all. He's so creepy. Like, I, <laughs> ugh. Then Dahmer brought Hicks down to the crawl space of his house and began dissecting the body. Afterward, Dahmer removed the bones, smashed them to powder, and dissolved the flesh with acid. What? <laughs> I'm so sorry. What? Does. <clears throat> and powder? This is- powder you know those like tiktok videos where people grind up things and they're little like <gasps> stop grinders? no <laughs> you i'm sorry no. but like that's what i imagine Insert and like the sound effect <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh my gosh it's terrible oh gross <laughs> anyways time for an ad break Uh, so jeffrey dahmer's murders had begun but on the surface dahmer seemed to be a normal young man who was struggling to figure his life out he briefly attended ohio state university but dropped out after one term due to his drinking he also served as a combat medic in the u.s army for two years before his alcoholism became a problem what this man's an army veteran but also necrophiliac what a concept. I'm just, I'm just so, I'm so confused. Like, oh, girl, it did, just gets more wild. Why did, he was in the army? Yeah. Did, did you watch Dahmer on Netflix? No, I couldn't. Okay. I can't handle it. Yeah, a lot of this is in there. It, it freaks me out. So for those of you who have watched Dahmer, this isn't anything new, and Alyssa is like shook. So. <laughs> this whole episode is going to be Alyssa being like, what? That's <laughs> just Literally. basic information. Anyway. Also, yeah, I apologize that we're laughing. It's not we're laughing at Jeffrey Dahmer's crimes. Obviously, they're very sad. I get made fun of a lot for laughing in the podcast. I think it's just we just like having to make fun. Light. Yeah, we and try to make light of it, and our coping mechanism is laughing instead right. of crying, and like you know. And there's okay at this point, there's nothing we can do about Jeffrey Dahmer. We all know about him, and yes, yep. we are sad for the for the victims. Obviously. But like this man is just so crazy that it's almost funny. It's like insane that he got away with what he did. It's so the same long, thing with, yeah. with Ted Bundy. It's like, you're you're shook. Just because you're hot doesn't Literally. mean you can get away with murder. Dude. Well, clearly you can. <laughs> clearly For a while, these yeah. men have proven that you can. If I wouldn't say enough. Jeffrey Dahmer was attractive, though. I mean, the I mean maybe, they, I'm sure people thought so. They portray him as a very attractive Ross man. Lynch Ross Lynch. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, like, ugh. Fair enough. Anyway, tell us your thoughts on Ross Lynch <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> We'll have a Q&A. Um, yeah, tell us what you think about Ross Lynch. Please, Rate him so, 1 to 10. No, I'm so just kidding. That's important. <laughs> so after being honorably discharged from the army, he returned to his grandmother's house in West Allis. Same. How was he How? honorably if, discharged? If, if, you're, um, if you're an alcoholic, you get honorably discharged? Yeah. I guess, like, you didn't, like, portray your country. You just, like, have an issue. Because like, maybe they think of alcoholism as, like, like an ailment, you know? Which it kind of is. Like a disease. Um... <laughs> that's my best guess to be uh, honest <laughs> anyway <laughs> so he returned to his grandmother's house in west alice a suburb of milwaukee wisconsin and it would later come to light that Dahmer had drugged and sexually assaulted two other soldiers what at that point how is that 
How are you still getting an honorable <clears throat> discharge? I have no clue. Was this after he was discharged they found this out? Probably. But they can take away your honorable discharge. Yeah. They can I take think... it away and change it. When was this? 1987? So. They can change. Different time. No. <laughs> as far as I know, they can change it to dishonorable. Yeah, if, I would like, imagine. You know, you betray your country. Or, yeah. Or a terrible person. Or you, like, sexually assault someone. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. As a civilian, Dahmer's violence continued. He committed numerous sex crimes, including pleasuring himself in front of children and drugging and sexually assaulting men at gay bathhouses. In September 1987, Dahmer escalated back to murder when he killed 25-year-old Stephen Toomey. Dahmer met Toomey at a bar and convinced the young man to go back to his hotel room with him. Dahmer later claimed that he had just intended to drug and sexually assault the man, but awoke the next morning to find his hand bruised and Toomey's bloodied corpse underneath his bed. He's like, I was just planning on raping the dude. Oh, just casual. <laughs> you know? It's a casual Friday night. But it just like, I woke up and he was dead, dude. Uh, how, you think that's going to get you out of murder, buddy? Like, I don't think that's how this works. Be like, you still should get a charge for that. And I, like, that's like what's crazy about this is he gets away with this. Okay, oh. next, um, Jeffrey Dahmer's murder of Stephen Toomey was the catalyst that sparked Dahmer's true killing spree. After that heinous crime, he began actively seeking out young men at gay bars and luring them back to his grandmother's house. There, he would drug, sexually assault, and kill them. Dahmer killed at least three victims during this time. He was also arrested for the molestation of a 13-year-old boy. Due to that charge, Dahmer would serve eight months in a work camp. Still, the idea of killing consumed him. He later said, quote, it was an incessant and never-ending desire to be with someone at whatever cost. Someone good-looking, really nice-looking. It just filled my thoughts all day long, end quote. What? But that doesn't sound like murder. That just sounds like I want someone to love me. Right, yeah. But, like, but I mean... <laughs> also, eight, only eight months in a work camp? Yeah, what is that? What even is a work camp? Uh, I don't know, but it doesn't sound like enough doesn't punishment. sound like enough, yeah. For sure. <laughs> But murder alone wasn't enough. Dahmer also began to collect grotesque trophies from his victims. This practice began with the murder of a 24-year-old aspiring model named Anthony Sears. Sears struck up a conversation with the seemingly innocent Dahmer at a gay bar. After going home with Dahmer, Sears was drugged, sexually assaulted, and eventually strangled. Dahmer would then preserve Spears' head and genitals in a jar filled with acetone. When he moved into his own place downtown, Dahmer brought the dismembered pieces of Sears with him. <sighs> How did the grandma not know? I don't know. I just, that's my biggest question here. How did she not know? Did your house not yeah. reek of chemicals so at least? in, I don't know if this is actually how it happened, but in the Dahmer series on Netflix, it has her noticing a smell. And she's like, something isn't going, like something's wrong. And she goes down to the basement and sees, like, this lab almost. He's hidden the bodies, like, under the house so she can't find them. But there's, like, dead animals and, like, bones and stuff. And she, like, assumes all the bones are animals. And that's when she, like, calls her son, which is, I think, the son. So his dad. And was, like, you need to get Jeffrey out of here. I can't do it. And they're, like, get your own place. Like, downtown, basically. Get your own apartment. And you mm. can do whatever you want, basically. Interesting. Um, so over the next two years, Dahmer committed the bulk of his 17 murders. He would lure young men back to his home, often offering them money to pose nude for him before killing them. Like he would pose as a photographer, basically. Oh. 
As Jeffrey Dahmer's murders continued, his depravity deepened. After taking photos of the corpses and dissolving their flesh and bones, Dahmer would regularly keep the skulls of his victims as trophies. He also began experimenting with various techniques to preserve these grisly mementos. He once even accidentally exploded the head of one of his victims, <gasps> Edward Smith, when he tried to dry it out in the oven. I Yeah, that's enough said, honestly. There's oh, not even words to say. <laughs> my gosh. I could you imagine going into his apartment after mm, all of that? No. No. Like when he finally got caught. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Bad. It must reek in there. Yeah, like it no has idea. to. Yeah, absolutely. Probably. Oh does. my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> and around the same time, Dahmer began to dabble in cannibalism, which is what we all know him for. I always forget about this. He kept... I don't know how. <laughs> I, I always forget that he was a cannibal. That's what you forget about? Yes. The most like I know. Key part of this whole thing. <laughs> I always forget Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah he's he's just a cannibal, killer. necrophiliac. I don't know what's wrong with him. Murderer. He's all the things. He's all the things. <laughs> so he kept body parts in the refrigerator so that he could feast on them later. Ew. But even that wasn't enough to satisfy. Dahmer had sickening urges. He also began drilling holes into the heads of his victims while they were drugged and still alive. He would then pour hydrochloric acid onto his victim's brain, a technique that he hoped would put the person in a permanent, unresistive, and submissive state. He attempted this procedure with numerous victims, including the guy that we first talked about, the 14-year-old boy, that I can't pronounce his last name. Oh. That's why, along with being drugged, the boy was unable to communicate with the police and ask for help. So, like, literally, he, like, drilled out a piece of his brain. Oh. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. So Dahmer's most violent fantasies had slithered from nightmares to reality, but he hid it well. His parole officer didn't suspect a thing. And Jeffrey Dahmer's victims often didn't realize what was happening until it was too late. Wow. On July 22nd, 1991, Jeffrey Dahmer went after 32-year-old Tracy Edwards. Like he did with many of his victims, Dahmer offered Edwards money to pose for nude photos in his apartment, but to the shock of Edwards... Dahmer handcuffed him and threatened him with a knife, telling him to undress. Dahmer then taunted Ed Edwards, telling him that he was going to eat his heart. Dahmer placed his ear against Edwards' chest and rocked back and forth. Terrified, Edwards attempted to appease Dahmer, telling him that he was his friend and that he would watch TV with him. While Dahmer was distracted, Edwards punched him in the face and ran out the door, escaping the fate of becoming another one of Jeffrey Dahmer's murder victims. And that's also in the show. Like, it's, like, pretty pretty quick in the series. It shows this guy, like, escaping. And then it goes into, all, like, the before the murders. Because this was, like, the last guy he could have murdered. Oh, And okay. he escaped. Um, yeah. So, Edwards flagged down a police car and led the officers to Dahmer's apartment. There, a policeman discovered photos of dismembered corpses, which were clearly taken in the same exact apartment that they were now standing in. The oh officer that retrieved the photos said, quote, these are for real, end quote, as he handed them to his partner. Though Dahmer attempted to resist arrest, he was quickly detained. Upon closer inspection of the apartment, the police found four severed heads in the kitchen and a total of seven skulls, many of them painted. In oh. the fridge, they found numerous body parts, including two human hearts. In the bedroom, they found a 57-gallon drum and quickly noticed an overpowering odor emanating from it. <laughs> oh, 
When they looked inside, they found three dismembered human torsos dissolving in an acid solution. The apartment was filled with so many human body parts that were stored and arranged with such care that the medical examiner later said, quote, it was more like dismantling someone's museum than an actual crime scene, end quote. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. So Dahmer was arrested, thankfully, and it didn't take long for him to admit to all 17 of his murders. But despite his unspeakable crimes, Dahmer was found to be sane during his 1992 trial. Some disagreed with the declaration of sanity, including at least one other serial killer, John Wayne Gacy. John. I feel like you're not one to speak on sanity, Good old but John. Yeah. So when he was asked what he thought of Dahmer, he said, quote, I don't know the man personally, but I'll tell you this. That's a good example as to why insanity doesn't belong in the courtroom. Because if Jeffrey Dahmer doesn't meet the requirements for insanity, then I'd hate then I'd hate like hell to run into the guy that does. End quote. Which is true, honestly. I, I do agree with John. I think that's probably the only time I will ever <laughs> with John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Good yeah. Because um, yeah, there should there have been people that have been charged with insanity for way less. Right. And right. it's absurd that he didn't get charged. Mm-hmm. With but like, I wonder, I should look into this honestly, and we can maybe do an episode about like sanity stuff and insanity stuff. But I wonder like, what are the requirements for an insanity charge? Because like, yeah, you'd have to clearly like, they have to do tests, right? They do several psychological tests and you have to be like, okay, something is wrong. Like, <laughs> right. And how is something not wrong? With a person that is willing, first off, to kill somebody. Yeah. Second off, to eat their body parts and dismantle them and keep their, like, it's just. Like, as trophies, yeah. Right. It, I feel like, for me, that's an automatic, yeah, you're you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, during Dahmer's trial, he pled guilty to 15 of the charges against him and was given 15 life sentences plus 70 years. He would spend the next three years imprisoned at Wisconsin's Columbia Correctional Institute, where he would be interviewed by the media multiple times. Unsurprisingly, he quickly became infamous as one of the worst serial killers in modern history. During his time in prison, Dahmer had constant thoughts of suicide, but he would never get the chance to take his own life. On November 28, 1994, a fellow inmate and convicted murderer named Christopher Scarver beat Dahmer to death with a metal bar in the prison bathroom. According to Scarver, Jeffrey Dahmer never fought back nor made a sound during the attack, but instead appeared to accept his fate. Dahmer's mother told the Milwaukee Sentinel soon afterward, quote, If he'd have had a choice, he'd have let this happen to him. I always asked if he was safe, and he'd say, It doesn't matter, Mom. I don't care if something happens to me. End quote. <sighs> and Joyce Dahmer then asked after he was killed, quote, now, is everybody happy? Now that he's bludgeoned to death, is that good enough for everyone? End quote. Wow. Uh, it's just like so... Ugh, it's I don't not know. the ending you want. You want justice. You want... Right. And like, yeah. in a way, in a way, like, I understand how people could see it as justice, you know? Right. But like, he only, like, three out of the, like, three days, or no, three years or something out of the... 70 years times like i don't know wait 70 years plus four plus 15 life sentences so yeah i just 
I, I also forget about that part a lot that he got bludgeoned to death. Like I yeah. that part just doesn't And it's it's crazy. Like you think about like that does happen in prison. Obviously oh, often. they try to prevent it more now, but like people like that, especially considering like Children. this is another killer, basically. This is another guy that's like super evil, obviously, who killed Jeffrey Dahmer. And like right. That's, like, it's the same thing with, like, pedophiles. Like, people hate pedophiles and, like... Oh, you... The thing is, it's a known fact mm -hmm. that, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I am going to maybe get myself in trouble here, but... Oh, no. I, I don't disagree with the people that, like, are harsh towards pedophiles in prison. Right. Because they're children. Like, yeah. It, it's ruining a child's life. And right. And there should be consequences for that. And there's many people. It's a known fact that in prison, if you're a pedophile and you go to prison, you're, good chance someone's you're basic, come after you. It's basically a death sentence. Yeah. Or it's yeah. you're gonna be the you know because we have all heard a lot about prison, especially being crime people. Mm -hmm. That there's the higher up people, and you're gonna be one of their like targets. Targets, and you're gonna yeah. be one of the people that they try to get under their belt to right. be like their. Yeah, I don't and know. I agree with you. I don't think that's, like, too crazy of a thing to say. Like, anyone, even someone that has murdered, like, other people, like, it's just a different level when it comes to kids. Like, right. even the most evil people can see that. And, like, right. that's, like, like, the thing with j this guy, um, Scarber. I don't know exactly what he did. Um, He was another convicted murderer. But it was something about, like, there's sexual assault involved. You're dismembering their bodies. Like, it's just a d deeper level of, like, hatred toward a person to be able right. to do that, you know? Yeah, and it's just – it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. But I, I do – I can understand. Like, yeah. truthfully, if I feel like if I was in this situation, I would – It'd be hard not to it'd want be, to, yeah. Yeah, it'd be very difficult. <laughs> You're like, I'm already in prison. You know, what's, what are they going to do? Put me in prison again? Like, Put me in prison for longer when I'm already here for life? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, fair. Oh, might as well make it comfy. Um, Yeah. It's also, like – I don't want to say I feel bad for Jeffrey Dahmer because I don't, but like the way that he was like, I accept my, like, he just accepted it. And like, like he knows, right. he knows absolutely what he did is awful. And like, right. And that to me is like, almost kind of proves there is some sanity there because you know what right. you're doing is wrong. You're just choosing to do it anyway. Right. And you know that you don't deserve to be living at this point because like death sentence was probably up on the table if you weren't in Ohio or Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, yeah, if he was in Tennessee, oh, <laughs> Tennessee, you would have been gone. <laughs> no, but like, but yeah. it's like, I get it. Like, I do get the, the thought process of like, yeah, there was probably a little bit of sanity there, mm -hmm. but not enough. Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I and like, maybe we should do an episode if you guys want on the psychology, because both of us are studying. We like psych, dude. Or yeah. Criminal psychology, psychology, dude. So maybe we could study Wild. that of like what goes on in a serial yeah. killer's brain to cause these kind of things. That would be super interesting. Yeah. I'd be down to be write mini, an episode about that. So if anyone's interested. Yeah, definitely. Let us know. Well, maybe that will be our poll. We'll do two. One about Yeah, Ross yeah, Lynch. we can do. We can do. <laughs> and one about... So, yeah, Q&A on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, Q&A, rate Ross Lynch, or just say your thoughts. Yeah. And then I'll try and do, like, a, like YouTube comments. Let us know. Thoughts yes. on... And, yeah. you know, if you guys engage more, we can make more money. And then we can actually start filming our podcast. Yeah, dude. I have a camera. Um, we're working on getting that all figured out. Yeah. And that is the plan is to start recording some high-quality videos here shortly. Yes. Because 
we both that'd be lit like, it'd be yeah. so fun it'd be so fun um but, but you guys can you guys are the people you can be like oh we watched them and we followed them before, before they, they got video big. Yeah. Like, yeah they were really cool literally <laughs> and it's it's crazy like we've gained like a thousand listeners every week at this point and it it's it's wild. crazy yeah it feels it doesn't feel real it like i feel like i'm living a real. fever dream yeah for real <laughs> to be so honest so yeah we awesome. can't thank you guys enough and yeah. keep listening keep sticking through these crazy laughing filled episodes yes. about serial killers and if you guys have suggestions suggestions we love suggestions yeah critiques like, people like, in our know. lives constantly are being like do you know about this case and we'll be like oh no we don't and they're like yeah. how how do you not like and how are like, you a crime person that you don't know, know about i it's a very accurate question though. it's very, like I don't, question. I don't know how i don't know about it yeah. but if you guys have any suggestions we'd love to hear them. yeah reach out to us um as always, you can follow us on Instagram at pod.theuglytruth. You can also send us emails on Gmail at pod.theuglytruth at gmail.com. We now have a YouTube channel Ooh. that I'm slowly uploading former podcasts to, but this one we uploaded as soon as it is uploaded everywhere else. Heck yeah. Our handle for that is the Ugly Truth Pod. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and i don't know i'm just excited i feel like i know lots of fun things, crazy things are happening. yeah um Alyssa's starting college so <laughs> just <laughs> pray for Alyssa. pray for Alyssa. she's stressing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week for another crazy episode bye bye